Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. It's February 5th, and today's word is diakonos. In Mark chapter 10, verses 44 and 45, Mark records Jesus as saying, teaching his disciples, But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The word I want to pull out here is actually used a few times in these three verses, and that is the word servant, or diakonos. A servant here, diakonos, is a minister, a waiter of tables, really anyone who performs any service, thus a servant, uh, even an administrator, and as we'll see, that's where we get the word deacon. You can hear deacon from diakonos. Uh, the origin of the word is quite fascinating, even if it is a little bit foggy, uh, but it hasn't been entirely lost in the meaning of servant or minister, and the origin either comes from the noun conis, which means dust, and the, the word picture here is one who raises up dust by moving in such a hurry to meet a need. Um, an, another origin, potentially, of the word is the verb diakon, meaning to hasten after or to pursue. And in either case, the picture is someone who is enthusiastic to be of service, in a hurry to do so, to be in service of another. I don't know what your first job was, but odds are you are someone's servant, or like many of us, you literally waited tables. Whatever it was, your entry-level job, it most likely put you at the bottom rung of the ladder, at the bottom of the compensation structure, and probably in some obscure role that could have been filled by a thousand people just like you. The goal then is to, after acquiring that job, is to progress and to get the raise and be promoted and gain the recognition you deserve and to be irreplaceable to the company. This sort of drive for career advancement can certainly be a good, even a godly thing. Who doesn't want to hire someone who's eager to improve and be more valuable to that company? But we must be very careful. We, we must be very careful not to allow the world's value system to pollute our thinking. We must always permit God in His wisdom to define what greatness and success is and to excel in our work according to his principles. The disciples clearly struggled with this, and their unique access to Jesus Christ must have at some point gone to their heads. They needed Jesus to patiently remind them that in the kingdom of God, you can never be elevated higher than a servant, as backward or upside down as this might be in the world. A servant is, in fact... In the eyes of God, and therefore in our minds, the most prestigious and glorious title one could ever receive. And as if he needed to punctuate his lesson any further, he tells them, and by extension he tells us, how God himself, the, the only being in the universe deserving of being worshipped and waited on hand and foot, as it were, he modeled greatness by serving mankind, by taking our form and 
taking our place and making the ultimate sacrifice of his life. Listen to how the great Apostle Paul unpacks being a spiritual leader in the church. And remember, this is the intercontinental ministry leader, miracle-working church leader chosen personally by Jesus. And see if you can pick up any ivory tower or corner office or Christian CEO vibes here. Or maybe to you, like it does to me, it sounds a little bit more like a spiritual custodian. Here's the passage. In 2 Corinthians 6, verses uh, 3 through 10, Paul writes, We put no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found in our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way. And listen to how he unpacks this. By great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise, we are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. It is with this mindset of life and ministry that Deacon became an official office of church leader, as seen in Acts 6 and Philippians 1. They are the ultimate, a deacon, a diakonos in the church, this uh, office is filled by qualified leaders in the church. They are ultimate servant leaders. And speaking of offices in the church, even an overseer is used interchangeably with the title pastor, which means shepherd. Uh, we can talk about lowly and humble and hard jobs. Shepherd is certainly one of those. Church leaders and all Christians, then, are to resemble table waiters and shepherds of one another, all in the service of God. Earlier I mentioned entry-level jobs, and I remember how reluctant I was to go to work and perform those insignificant tasks. And then I think about Diakonos here, a servant and one who is in a hurry, stirring up dust, enthusiastic to serve. And I think about Jesus. Christian, be reminded today how eager and enthusiastic and how willing God was to do what was necessary to save us, for us to know him and be with us forever. And may we, in response, be just as happy and in a hurry to selflessly serve one another all in the service of our great God.